Welcome back, guys, to the Raymond in Your Ear podcast. I'm Raymond, and I'm in your ear, man. Woo! Is it hot or is it hot? Man, if you're anywhere in the United States, the southern part, bro, it is 90, 100, whatever degrees outside. Guys, stay cool out there. Man, it is rough. We're going to easily crack 100 this summer. Uh, it's been a minute before I spoke to you guys, uh, since I've spoke to you guys. Uh, for those of you guys that are joining for the first time, my name is Raymond Torregano III, guys. Uh, my company or business is called Torregano Group. We're a three-headed monster uh, inside this company. One part education online uh, for those in and out of my background being for years in the beauty industry. I have a uh, online membership excited about guys check out the website for that information if you're a hairstylist out there looking for education that they don't have to travel to that it can come to you just imagine netflix for hairdressers tutorials business podcasts man salon ownership for any facet from a student in school to a traveling stylist to folks that are building salons out there or salon suites um, um and that platform is definitely visited by a lot of other people outside of the beauty industry but it is primarily for that that market so Secondly, guys, business strategy, one-on-one um, -on -one coaching consultations, guys, that's available also at the website, torganogroup.com. Check us out, guys, daily, what are happenings on Instagram at Torgano Group. Uh, so, yeah, excited to talk to people about strategy and marketing, branding, exposure, social media. Um, in particular, Instagram is kind of like my, my jam, right, our app of choice to really understand how to really leverage that platform that now has cracked a billion monthly users. Excited to see that and how it can help us to really grow our products and businesses and brands out there. And thirdly, guys, speaking availability, shout out to the good people out in Jackson, Mississippi and route there next month. Excited about uh, traveling out there to uh, a keynote, uh, an event out there. Um, uh, just excited for that opportunity. So guys, if you have events and looking for speakers um, that, that have a little wit, that have a little comedy, guys, but a ton of knowledge that can really give some value to your audiences for workshops, seminars, luncheons, conferences. Um, schools, be it high school and college, have done both of those. That that's also available within the service menu that we have at Torgano Group. Uh, guys, it's been a minute, man, since I've spoken to you guys. And one thing that's on my mind today is slow days. Now, this is a term that we hear a lot. You know, uh, well, man, how's things going, man? I, man, it's been slow. You know, uh, I had a slow day. Uh, it was a slow day. And, you know, and, and I've just accepted that. I can't even tell you that I haven't said that before in my years and years of business, um, especially definitely my earlier years before I understood, you know, a little bit better. But I want to talk a little bit about the psychology of slow day. And, and the title of this podcast is slow days don't exist. <laughs> slow days don't exist, truly. And I'll explain. I want to tell you a little story, guys. So I went to an event. I uh, had a speaking engagement in Atlanta, um, and I was with uh, one of my good friends, and we went out to eat. And there's a popular restaurant in Atlanta, popular seafood restaurant on the south side, of, south side of town that all the rappers talk about. Everybody talk about going to this particular restaurant. Well, we thought it was the middle of a Monday. Okay, they're not busy. Afternoon, maybe four, something like that. Let's go over there and grab some crab legs. Let's go over there and grab some seafood, blah, blah, blah. Well, it was Packed, you know. I mean, people waiting outside, and I'm like, "Yo, what in the world is four o'clock in the afternoon? How in the world on a Monday afternoon, no holiday, is this place jumping like this?" We went in. How long is the wait? Forty five minutes. We're like, "Yo, I'm hungry, bro. I ain't got forty five minutes 
to wait. So he suggested, well, yo, there's another place in walking distance, literally two minutes away walking um, around the corner from this place. We didn't even move the car, kept it with the valet and walked around the corner to a seafood place that sold similar food, very similar food. Um, and I was like, well, man, they probably going to be jumping to, you know, my logic, man, we went around the corner and the place was like a ghost town. And I tell you, we spent a good part of the meal talking about that kind of variance. I said, man, how is this possible? How is it possible that you can walk in here and throw a rock and not hit anyone yet around the corner that we can throw a rock to? You couldn't get a seat. You couldn't breathe loud, boisterous like it was a football game in town. And if I were to ask, you know, the, the, the owners of that particular restaurant, the second place that we decided to eat and the, and the food wasn't horrible. I mean, it wasn't amazing, um, but it wasn't horrible. Um, uh, but there were some things, you know, and I won't talk about it that clearly showed that there was definitely a difference in the experience, a difference in the business. But if I would have asked the management or owners of that that business and said, yo, man, how are things going? They could have easily said, yo, we had a slow day. You know, things have been slow. And the reality is that slow days really don't exist because less than two minutes away walking. <laughs> Got to keep stressing that. It was literally I could have took 20 big steps and been around the corner at a very similar restaurant. Less than two minutes away walking. It was a 45 minute to an hour wait to get in a similar styled or similar menued, if that's a word restaurant. So I want to talk about that variance. I want to talk about another idea. What exactly is somebody telling us when they say it's a slow day? What they're saying is on my projected day that I was, I don't know if we want to say expected to make money, considered to make money, um, entitled to make money. On this day that I was supposed to make money, I didn't. And it was slow. Um, and then what will happen is if you push that thought just a little bit to folks that are saying that, they'll say things like, man, people, these people just ain't ready to spend the money on my product, on my restaurant, on my art show. Man, these people just not spend like trying to spend the money on my haircuts. Man, these people around here just don't like to spend no money on my dog grooming business, my car wash, you know what I mean? My t-shirt company. They just don't like to buy music around here. They don't appreciate music. It's always, not always, let me not say that, but it's oftentimes spoken in an external sense, like the reason why business was not um, um, positive that day, I'm just trying to think of the best words, was because of the market, the city, the neighborhood, the type of customer, the people. Oh, this is the place I work for, the location. It's it's all those things, right, that made it slow. I'm going back to this example of two different seafood places that were, I mean, seconds apart. One was extremely busy with a 45-minute wait, which means they are booked. They can't even get anybody else in, in the middle of a Monday at 4, four in the afternoon, broad daylight. One, I could have brought a hundred people in and everybody would have sat down and got their food. What is the, now, is it, was that a slow day? Somebody said, well, it was a slow day for the second location, but was it a slow day? Or was the business not busy? Because see, to me, that's different. That's different because you can't blame 
the city of Atlanta that day. Nope. You can't blame the desire or appreciation and want for seafood. Nope. You can't blame the neighborhood, the the area of town, the day of the week. You can't blame that. You can't blame if it was tax season or not. Man, it's slow because it ain't tax season. It's the kind of things that I've heard over and over and over and over again. And I'm talking from not some outside source. I'm talking, guys, from call after call of coaching call. Shout out to all of my coaching clients. I do love you all, but it does give me a level of data. It does give me some analytics on what I hear out there. And there's an overturning principle of blaming outside of themselves, blaming outside of their business model or business promise or brand promise or unique value that they offer or reasoning why we need another hot dog stand t-shirt company cupcake business why do we need another one to say well the reason why i'm not successful is because of somebody else other than myself and what i want you to know whatever you're doing out there Whatever business you're building, whatever business you're trying to keep afloat, I don't care if it's an author of a book, an album that's dropping, my goodness, a clothing company, uh, a, a lemonade stand, a headphone company that you're making, I don't care if it's nutraceuticals or I don't care if it's luggage, I don't care what you got. Somebody that's doing exactly what you're doing and probably even near you is booked. Just let that sit there for a while. Somebody that's doing what you're doing, the type of business that you're doing, they are booked and they can't, they're calling me and other people for a different problem. I got so many clients, I don't know what to do. So the idea of a slow day, I want you, I want myself to keep that thing internal. And even if we just change one word, hey man, what's been going on, John? Yo man, it's slow. If we could just change that to I'm slow. My business is not doing something correctly. My business is not connecting properly to the needs of my client, my desired client, my desired mark that I'm trying to get access through the market, that I'm trying to do some form of marketing. It's not connecting. And because of that, the door's not opening. The website's not moving. Right. The register's not dinging or ringing. It's not happening. And I have to be honest with myself and say that the market is happening because what you want to. But let's just take let's just take, I don't know, a club, for instance. Let's just take a restaurant. For instance, there's so many restaurants that's, that are that are starving. There's so many restaurants that are doing bad. And the belief may be, well, people just don't appreciate good food. And that's not true. The American public guys goes out to eat sometimes four to five times a week, at least breakfast, lunch or dinner. This country, as it relates to going outside of their home to eat, is astronomical. This country, as it relates to hair care, skin care, this country to clubbing and partying, this world that you live in, guys, as consuming clothing or sneakers, whatever you got going, we are a consumer company, right? People have hair product companies. Guys, if you think that you're not busy because somebody doesn't appreciate the ingredients in your product, I need you to just take a quick look on the Walmart shelves. I need you to take a quick look on the Target shelves to understand that people are purchasing. 
They are buying, right? They are getting it from somewhere. Someone is booked. You need to look. I need to look internally and admit that slow days really don't exist. You've got to go through the process, guys. You've got to ask yourself, am I really needed in my market? Some of us, just because, you know, we got light eyes and we got clear skin and we think we cute. Now, mama said we handsome. We think that's the reason why we should do another thing because, there, you know, there's not a whole lot, I'll be honest with you guys, of unique things that are happening. People are trying to do their version of what everybody else is doing, which that's not wrong. I mean, there can be room for another restaurant. There can be room for another, um, I don't know, uh, you know, soap company, candle making company. There could be room for that. But what I'm asking is, have you have you listened to the market? Do you know for sure that there's a corner of this niche that has your name on it? If not, the very thought of opening up is going to make you slow. Does that make sense? The very thought of saying, I'm going to open up without considering that the market needs me. Oh, I'm going to be slow. Nobody asks for what you have. Somebody say, well, nobody asked for what I have, but I'm going to share it with an already established market and try to pull some market share from everybody else that's doing what I'm doing. Hey, that can be done too. But now how are you doing that? Are you doing it in a dated way with magazines, vending, you know, thinking that all of your friends and family, I laugh because listen, if you're basing it on all of your friends say you can cake, you, excuse me, you can make a cake and now you open up a cake company and wonder why everybody bought one on the opening weekend and ain't bought another one. Listen, guys, it's not going to be your warm or hot market that keeps you alive. Let's just put that out there. It's going to be strangers. So if you have an issue with talking to strangers in marketing, listen, you're going to be slow. You're going to have an issue there. Somebody said, well, I got past that. I'm ready to talk to strangers. I'm ready to talk to anybody that needs what I have. Let's say if it's a cake company, a cupcake company. All right, so where are you talking to people about a cupcake company? Where does the market that you want to serve, where are they looking for cupcakes? Is it a location thing? Is it something that they're looking for online? Are they on Pinterest? Are they on Google? Are they looking on Yelp? Does your business need to talk to somebody in a newspaper? Or is it something you need to see um, in a magazine with, with high definition? color or is it something they need to be seen moving on television or is it something they need to hear somebody telling their testimony of what where do you need to deal with them and express to them not that it's going to be guaranteed that they come to you but where are they listening see this whole track that i'm about to go on is saying you better think about the customer or along this route the day you stop thinking about the end user the day you don't reverse engineer and consider the end user of your product good or service guys you're going to be slow and you are going to be slow. Not that it is slow. Because somebody's eating a cupcake right now. Somebody is listening to music that they just bought right now as you listen to this podcast. Some You're listening to my podcast and somebody else's podcast may not get any ears, right? And somebody said, well, they don't really appreciate what the kind of information I'm giving on my podcast. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. There are some people that are doing 365 podcasts a year and have 3 million monthly listeners to their podcast. Yeah, that's happening, man. People don't think these platforms like this are, are solid and are important. Listen, it is the modern day radio and many, many, many podcasters have reached way beyond a local radio station in your town. Remember, now their 
client, as it were, their end user is the world. Not even just the United States, guys. The world can get on Apple. Apple is a global company. If we can figure out if it's some life on Mars, Apple will be there, right? <laughs> Android will be there, right? So, guys, somebody is doing it. So, uh, let's go back. So if you're marketing to them, where should you go? Should you go online? Should you go offline? Should you go and get interviews with a PR company? Should you pay for marketing? Should you do social or digital marketing? Should you have an email list for these cupcakes? Let's say you get through and people are coming, right? Or they're, they're watching. Now, what kind of content do you put up that actually converts them over into a customer? Is it egotistical stuff that you're putting up? Is that why you're slow? Because you're putting up things about yourself and not considering the client. Did you make your business all about you? I just recently, guys, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody talking about this, but I have to say it, that I put something on my page, right, on Instagram asking people, listen, I've heard about your brand. I've heard about what you've done. Now tell me, what does your brand solve? What does your business, what problem does your business solve? What what void does your company fill? And I'll be honest, I got some answers, but there wasn't enough that did not say something about the person. It, people don't even realize. and Because you know how I know? I didn't. I didn't realize how ego-driven, how internally I was thinking about my business, how much it was about me and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to give and what I had to offer versus what people needed and what they wanted, which sometimes is contrary to us. That's another reason why we can't wrap our mind around saying that this entire business is about a person because it's like the only reason why I opened up my snowball stand, my cupcake business was about me. It, it, I mean, I want to do a business that I want to do. I worked in corporate for years getting told what to do. I don't want to come here and be told by the customer. Guys, that's why 80% of small businesses don't make it to year two. That's why 80% of that 20% that make it past year two, 80% of that 20 don't make it to the fifth year, right? Right? And 80% of that, guys, certainly don't make it to 10 because if the customer's not first, at the top of the chain and reasoning why this works, guys, it's going to crumble. It's going to crumble or it's going to just eat your life up trying to make sense of this runaway train. So let's say you're creating content for them, right? And you can pierce through and get them engaged and get them looking at your website and now clicking on the book button or the purchase button or the order button or the ship button, right? Or the download button. You got them to that point. Now, do you have a product that actually goes in on the guarantee that you told them? Can you actually get some client fulfillment? Can you actually get people to say, yo, this tastes like what they said. This sounds like exactly what he said. This feels like exactly what they told me they were going to do. I actually look like they said I was going to look after they did their service on me, right? So now you got that. Now, you, now somebody said, well, yeah, I got a good product. Yeah, yeah, and many people do. So if you're lucky enough to get them online and offline inside of your door, inside of your website, inside of your store, hey, congrats. <laughs> Claps, right? Now, how do you keep them? See, because slow days implies that some days is busy. Fridays, right? Saturdays, holidays, right? Right? Tax days, right? Right? Some days it's busy, but some days is slow. And I'm telling you that some people don't experience slow days. So you got to start asking, what are they doing? Now, don't get hateful. And jealous and start saying, what they doing, I ain't doing. They ain't all that. No, listen, watch, figure out what are they doing? 
What is Beyonce doing? What is Chick-fil-A doing? What is Apple doing? Warby Parker doing? What is Airbnb doing? What are these other applications doing? What are these other businesses doing? What are they doing that we're not doing? We Guys, you're going to have to ask that. And you're going to have to go out and get the help and not try to keep doing Things that we understand. Some people say they're going to go work on their business and they go learn more of the art. Mm-mm. They build a better uh, building. They build a better skill set. They build a better developed application. They build a better, you know, experience. Uh, 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 not even experience a lot of time, but they try to build the thing versus is it the marketing? Is it the staff? Is it the management? Is it the money? Is it the digital experience? Is it the ease of booking? Is it the follow through after the customer leaves your website or business? Is that, what, what? We got to look at all of those things because in our mind, the first thing we go to is they don't appreciate art. <laughs> they don't appreciate how long I marinate my steak. And it's like, you know, that's not the main, that's not even the main reason why people leave a company or a business or a brand. And that's not the main reason why people have brand loyalty. It's how you make the people feel. It's how much they feel like they got a value out of spending their money with you, which is a lot of time, guys, not the thing. Guys, coming from the beauty industry, man, there's so many people that have gotten my chair over the last 20 years and didn't ask for a mirror. Didn't even look at the mirror, didn't ask for that because I, because I realized a couple years in, oh, they're not just coming for hair. They're coming for the coffee, the air, the fragrance. The conversation, the massage, the waiting area, the cleanliness, the punctuality, the smiles, the products, the television, the way we speak to them, the gifts, the calls on their birthday, the events we hold once a year. Man, the way we rectify problems. They they come for all of that. Oh, and by the way, while I'm here, let me get my hair done. Oh, by the way, while I'm here, let me get a cup of coffee. Oh, by the way, while I'm here... Let me actually get a cocktail, you know, but it was the club that made me come, right? And the feeling that you offered me at the nightclub or lounge. So what, what kind of follow through do you have? What kind of system do you have in place to make sure that you keep in contact with your customer? Are you online and just want a bunch of followers, but you're not leading them anywhere? Oh my goodness. What are you talking about, Ray? Are you online and you're not following your customers? Guys, as many of you and I that can follow peers in our industry, your customer has a page. Your customer is sharing content like everybody else. And what would it mean to them to realize that you're actually concerned about their life outside of your business? Or is it that you just want them to follow you, pay you, and walk away? Well, here's the deal, guys. In 2018, people want more than that. Somebody say, I didn't sign up for that. Well, sorry. I'm just letting you know, people now have access to so many choices and options. And if you can't get past their surface... Past the outer shell and get to their heart, guys, you're going to have some slow times, days, periods, and ultimately it can put you out of business, out of business. There's so much talk and so much reference, even jokes about what has happened to Toys R Us. I, I don't think it's funny. I think it's scary, actually. I think that a toy company that declares bankruptcy 90 days before Christmas, that's what happened last year. And now they're wrapping up in June to close the doors of their final stores. I think that that's scary. I think that children are being born every day. People ain't stop making babies. People ain't stop having toys around their house all on the floor. What happened? Right now, you could say the very quick answer is the Internet killed Toys R Us. Maybe. 
Maybe it was that, but maybe it was that they got comfortable. Maybe that it was that it wasn't really an experience. It was just boxes on the shelf. Maybe that it was that they got lax with the hiring and it wasn't really an exciting face that met us when we were asking about the new Transformer or video game or, you know, crib or swinging tour. Maybe maybe it was the cleanliness of the place. Maybe it was these high shelves with these little bitty people. Maybe it was that it wasn't no interaction to show how the toys could work. Maybe, maybe there wasn't a digital experience. Maybe they never had the stock that people wanted. And because it was just Toys R Us, I don't remember KB or uh, FAL Swartz. I don't, I don't know if these, I know KB Toys as far as I remember a long time ago. So Toys R Us, Baby R Us is what we had. But maybe they thought, well, they were untouchable. Well, what happens is not just the internet, but so many different options. So many different ways that people... Maybe that commercial, I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid, was just not enough. And the easy answer is to say, well, you know, it was the market. Well, you know, it, we got, we, we're getting slow because everybody is only buying their business on Amazon. And I don't know. I don't know. It could be it. But I've done a little research and there was some other analytics and data to show that it was an internal issue, too, that it was some things inside of the Toys R Us beast or your business. I'm just using them as an example or my business or the other business that when you drive around town and you see a for lease sign or for rent sign, you realize, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the market. It wasn't the market that said we don't need video warehouse anymore. People were still looking at movies that were still looking at movies. You're going to go to the movie theater tonight. Right. People are still wanting to rent or, or, or to watch movies, but maybe it was how they watched them. And what you got to do is you got to adjust. You got to change what you're doing. So let's not just blame it on the city. Let's not just blame, blame it and easily blanket and say, well, it, it, I'm slow. Well, somebody's busy. The seafood, corn, the seafood restaurant around the corner is jumping. Right. Somebody is buying products right now. You think toys wasn't under the tree last Christmas? Oh, they was under there. You know how? Because I bought a ton for my nephew. But what I had to realize is I bought them in different areas. I bought them in places that normally didn't have toys. I brought them from areas that normally you didn't get toys from. I bought them because I saw them in different areas. I bought them because of a five-year-old on YouTube was playing with the toy. And that's what my nephew wants to watch when he come home, comes to our house and asks for his iPad. And I'm like, listen, buddy, you four-year-old buddy, you don't have an iPad. <laughs> That's my iPad. No, Uncle Ray, that's my iPad, and I want to watch Ryan. Maybe somebody figured that out, right? Now, somebody could figure it out, or could Toys R Us have figured it out? Somebody figured out why somebody around the corner is buying $300 worth of crab legs, and somebody around the other corner can barely sell a shrimp? What, what's, what's going on? So, slow. I'm slow. Don't look. Go internal. Ask yourself, Why? There's a direct line to often people when they say they need more clients. Most times they need more marketing. Most times they say things like this. I don't like posting online. I don't like having my page not private. I don't like sharing my personal life. I don't like talking to new people. I don't, I don't always, I'm not always consistent when I'm out marketing. I don't have any money for exposure. I don't have any money for staff. I can only do this, but I want more clients. And my, my question is, do you deserve to be busy, right? And ultimately, let's get deeper. Do you actually deserve or are you entitled to be in busyness? See, I think that's the problem is that, in many, many instances now, especially with the internet, 
Guys, it don't take much to say I'm a business. I'm in business. Like right now, I'm about to open up a coloring book company. Watch this. I just did it. <laughs> I just made it in my mind. I'm going to call it Ray Colors Us. Uh, Ray Colors the World. That's going to be my Instagram handle. I'm going to make my Instagram tonight. And I'm going to say, I'm going to put entrepreneur in my bio. And now I'm in business. And now I didn't ask no market. Do we need a coloring book? I just said, that's what I want to do. So I'm going to make a business out of it. And I'm going to turn it from my side hustle. And now I'm going to quit my job. And now I'm going to go out there. And I don't understand why I got these 5,000 coloring books. And they ain't moving. I don't get it. Maybe it's the market is why I'm slow. No. You slow. You slow in the mind, Ray, to imagine that it's that simple. It's that easy. Guys, it's not. It's so much more. And that's why I have just dedicated the rest of my career to just really pull from my experiences, the hard knocks learning of things, and just hoping that I can help anyone and someone to say, you don't have to go through that. You could think of this thing a little bit differently. You cannot look at social media as some child's play, kitty teenager game. You can get serious and understand that that's where any and every customer has their attention. And that if your business is going to get their attention to even possibly get them to walk through your door or website, you're going to have to grab them there. Because they're just not looking up, guys, at these billboards. They're just not watching TV commercials. They're fast-forwarding through. They're just not listening to program radio magazines. Word of mouth, come on. It's too many words coming out of people's mouths. It's too many words that are getting shared. It's too many opinions and blogs and options and colors and looks and ways to get stuff for you to depend on maybe a... Co- and even when we say, I, I get my business by word of mouth, is it, it, is it the words coming out of your mouth? Or are you depending on a customer who has really no loyalty that they've showed for real, for real, only to you, that they're going to somehow wake up, oh, yawn, and go talk to 50 people on your behalf? That their life, maybe, I don't know, is not taking up most of their time. Guys, let's get serious. Let's get serious. I'm not telling you to go out of business or reconsider it, jumping away from your job to get your business, but respect that business is just that. It's busyness. Business is just busyness, said a little bit faster. So the idea of slow days, it's a reality. It's not that it's slow. You can be slow if you don't think this thing out. You can be slow if you don't respect exactly what the customer needs and wants and adjust to that. Fix your business to fit the problem, not the other way around. Don't force what you have in and out of a market and say, oh, it's the market's fault. Mm -mm. We've got to take some responsibility and make sure that slow days and we admit it. You know what? Nah, they really don't exist. I'm slow because I'm not doing something right, which means you and I both let's wake up each day and let's 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 adjust it. Let's tweak it. Let's figure this out because I I just want the best for you and your business, guys. I want the best for you and your family. And I just we got to talk those hard facts and have those hard conversations and say something that we're doing incorrect. Ray, I'm just trying to lose all of this weight and it's not working. Listen, it's something that you're doing. The program works. Now, it's just the program. It's not the program. It's not the training. It's not. The food is out there. It's not. It's a choice that you're making in the kitchen. It's a choice that you're making in the gym. It's a choice that you're making in your supplements. It's a choice that you're making with your calories. It's something that you're doing. It's not that it doesn't work. It's that you're not working it. Right? Guys, I hope that this enjoyed. You enjoyed this. I thank you for stopping by. Uh, thank you all that have just been supporting us on Instagram, on the website. Guys, if we can help you in any way in your business strategy, guys, in any business at all, guys, to get more of the clients, to get more of the revenue. Our motto is simple, better brands, 
better business, better lives. We just, our ultimate goal is to get your life better, guys, to get you on more beaches, right? More time with your family, more great holidays, more rest, more peace of mind because the business is not just taking over your life, that you are running things um, yourself from the driver's seat. Guys, we appreciate it. Now get out there and live.